You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Corks one in the right, down the line. It may go. And you're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Here's your host, Brent McMillan. Welcome to the Cardinal Insider Podcast. Brett McMillan with you. Glad that you could join us today as we cover a lot of ground. This podcast releases in the middle of the I-70 series, so we're going to get Ozzie Smith's thoughts on Don Dankinger. Always comes up when the Cardinals play the Royals. We'll get the uh, inside perspective on that event from Ozzie Smith in just a little bit. Plus, we're going to hear from Jose Martinez who added to his budding 2017 resume the other day. In fact, on August 6th, he did this. Martinez, a drive into deep right. Winker back and it's gone. Grand slam, Jose Martinez. I'd say he's locked in. That's Danny Mack on the call for Fox Sports Midwest. Before we get to Ozzy and a little bit more of Jose, We're going to start today's show with Cardinal reliever Zach Duke. Maybe not the most well-known name, at least among casual fans, but I think one of the better stories to come out of this 2017 season. He had Tommy John back in October of 2016. Dr. James Andrews, the infamous Dr. James Andrews, told him to expect the general 12 to 18 months recovery for Tommy John. But Zach bucked that trend. Nine and a half months from surgery to the big leagues. He joined me in the dugout recently to talk about how it was that he made it back so fast and why coming back from surgery didn't just feel like maybe a second big league debut, but a third. His reasoning on that in just a little bit. So here it is, my conversation with Cardinal lefty Zach Duke on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. thing congratulations on on being back and and getting back from the Tommy John when you talk to the doctors right after things happened and the surgery when did they tell you to expect to be able to be back and in your mind what were you thinking right out of the gate Um, well first thank you Um, I remember the first conversation I had with Dr. Andrews he said it was going to be 12 to 18 months and I said hey doc how can we speed this thing up because I'm not getting any younger and uh but uh, we did a couple things. I went back six weeks after surgery, got the uh, a stem cell and PRP injection, and that really kind of sped up my healing uh, by a, a lot. Um, I got cleared to throw um, earlier than was expected, then um, just kind of kept getting over each little milestone and without any setbacks. So we pushed it as much as we could, and you know, here I am nine and a half months later. First played a long toss in May. I imagine the first time you go out there and really let loose there's got to be some nerves in that, just knowing I'm, I'm pushing this, and it's you know for a good reason. Tell me what that feels like to, to go out and really let it go the first time. Yeah, there are some uh, apprehensions when it comes to that. You know, it's I saw the pictures of the work that they did inside my arm, and it was uh, not a small amount of work. So uh, to trust that it was healed up, and you know, kind of I had been feeling good up to that point uh, with all the throws that I was making, and um, but to actually kind of go full effort was. Uh, a little scary, but um, after the first one felt good, I you know, 
got a little, lot more comfortable after that and just kind of said, all right, now we're, we're building up strength here and, and I don't have to worry about it hurting. For most of the people who will watch this or will hear this, they, they haven't had Tommy John and, and apparently the, the rehab is obviously very tough. What's the toughest part about being out and rehabbing, whether it be physical or, or mental being away from the team? Um, there's obviously physical um, work that goes into it, but for me it was, it was the mental side of trying to stay focused on every day, on the work that needed to be done that day, and uh, not, not looking at the big picture as much, because uh, you can get kind of down on things when you look at it, look at it and you're like, man, I'm still you know, three or four months away from, from any type of competitive action. Um, when you stay focused on the day and the work that needs to get done that day, it makes it go by a lot quicker coming in Chicago and you had a really good outing there right out of the gate that that had to feel really good yeah. was that kind of like almost a second big league debut in a way like <laughs> the, the feeling of running in and, and knowing honestly it. it was almost like a third big league debut because you know I made my big league debut as a starter then I got fired from that job after like six and a half years um, I had to work my way back as a reliever I got to make my big league debut as a reliever with the Reds um, and then now I got to make my post-surgery debut as a Cardinal. So uh, it's kind of a, a wild ride, but uh, it was a really familiar feeling being in Wrigley because I've, I've pitched there quite a bit in my career. So uh, it wasn't all that foreign and it, honestly being there kind of made it uh, an easier transition. That give you a sense of validation to come in and have a good clean inning that way and go, all right, this was the right thing to push it, to get back and, and to contribute. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, you know, to go out there and get guys out and kind of prove to, me, to prove to myself that I can still be effective, that was a big step. Um, and then obviously my second one didn't quite go as well, but uh, I still feel good with where I'm at. And all, all my second outing did was uh, remind me that it's still the big leagues and you have to locate the baseball to get these guys out. For you, rest of the year, what's what's on the table as far as still trying to feel good and, and work your way back because it is more art than science in a way, I guess. Sure, there's a there's a break-in period here. Um, you know, for the first ten days or so, I don't. I, I think the doctor said I'm not quite allowed to go back to back. But um, after that, I think you know we're going to work our way into being able to just be full go, um, and that's the goal. Is by the end of the season, prove I'm fully healthy and effective still. So. Um, hopefully I keep feeling good and uh, that, that process works out. Describe for me when your, your stuff's good and your arm feels good and you throw, what's that feel like compared to right after you had hurt yourself and you go, eh, this, this doesn't feel right? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, number one, there's no pain, which is great. Um, number two, the baseball is going where I want it to go uh, with movement. And, um, you know, when I'm right, there's a lot of strikes being thrown, a lot of ground balls and the occasional strikeouts. So. When I'm right, that's what happens, and um, hopefully that's what you see from me. And then final thing from Mike and from the coaching staff to have their support of, hey, we want you back out there and we know you can contribute. What has that meant to you as you've kind of climbed the mountain and gotten back up here? Oh, it's, it, it's that added motivation that, that I needed um, to talk to the guys, to the coaching staff, and you know, everybody's like, man, can't wait till you get back. You know, hope you get back and can join us this year. That's, uh, that's a lot of motivation for a guy that's, that's grinding every day to try to get back on the field and uh, to, to feel wanted is definitely a good thing. Zach sped back to the big leagues. In 1985, the Cardinals were just plain speedy. We're in the midst of that I-70 series, as I mentioned at the top of the show, and of course that's our yearly chance to talk about what could have been in 85. 
that infamous Don Dankinger call. We've all got our own thoughts on it, especially if you lived through it and watched it happen live. But recently, our Cardinals Insider TV show host, Ozzie Smith, who was a member of those famous 1980s Cardinals teams, sat down and gave us his thoughts on what happened in 1985 at first base. But before we let you hear that, here's how the call sounded in real time from Jack Buck. Leading off, swings and hits it to the right side, and the pitcher has to cover. He is safe, 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 and we'll have an argument. Sparky, I think he was out. I can't tell if his foot was on the bag or not, Jack. He was all over the base as he took the throw from Clark and covered. The first base umpire called him safe, and the tying run is on. That first base umpire is Don Denkinger, and he's in the middle of it. And Whitey Arzog is arguing with him. We'll watch a replay of it. A slow roller to the right side. Worrell started for the ball, then went to the base. Clark got it and shoveled it to the pitcher. The pitcher caught the ball with his foot smack on the base while Orta was a step away. And another angle is seen and he is undoubtedly out, but he's safe and the tying run is on. Am I right? Ozzie won one of the three World Series that he played in with the Cardinals. And that near miss in 85 is still something that he thinks about to this day. We'll say that we let it go, but we know that deep down, you know, that uh, that was one that got away. And we certainly uh, wish we would have done some things differently at the, near the, at the end of that game there that would have probably given us a better chance to win. But um, that's the way it goes. In a world of instant replay, it sure is hard to swallow a moment like that from 1985. But if nothing else, it did spawn a very fun rivalry, one that I always look forward to when the Cardinals and Royals hook up for their yearly sets of games, both in St. Louis and in Kansas City. Not all this year's players were even alive in the 1980s, but Jose Martinez was, 28 years old and finally playing here in the big leagues. In fact, got his first big league knock as a pinch hitter on opening day. He pops it into right center. This is trouble. Get up, baby. Get up. Get up. Get up. Off the wall. He's into second base with a uh, stand-up double. And the winning run is in scoring position for... Ten years in the minors is a long, long time in the baseball world. We asked him what it was like to finally make it to the show in 2017. It's been a lot. It's been a, it's been a big journey, and it's, uh, it's up and down all my career. I mean, I, put, I, I think I put a lot of me, on me in this, in like these 10 years that I've been playing baseball, you know? It's been surgeries and, and, and now opportunities and, and all kind of stuff like that. It's, it's a, if I start to tell you right now, we're not going to finish. But um, I'm saying, like, I think I work hard pays off, you know, and, and that doesn't my mind right now. And I'm, I'm joining the, the, all, the, all the stuff here in, in, with this organization, with these fans that are unbelievable. So they've been treating me like awesome. So I'm just, I'm just enjoying the moment. This was my first opening day here as an employee with the Cardinals, and I remember seeing him get onto his pickup truck underneath the stadium back on April the 2nd, and then also being the first person that I talked to post-game player-wise in the clubhouse after the Cardinals beat the Cubs that day. He was just beaming. There was a big smile, especially after the game, but before it too. That smile says something that his words probably never could really adequately express. So much hard work went into getting here. And other players have noticed that. Lots of well wishes, he says. 
even when they're in the midst of a game. I mean, it's every day. It's, it's not even this stadium. It's every stadium. When you see when you, I'm playing first base in, in, in all the players that are stepping on getting first base saying, hey, what's up, dude? I keep breaking. I, like, I know what you're doing, and, and, and it's good like, due to seeing you here or something like that. It's, I mean, it gets me fist bumped, you know what I'm saying? And, and I mean, almost like it's something that like, I can't explain, you know? There's some Harpers, some of the stuff like they tell me, hey, man, like, keep breaking or something like that. And, and you're like, man, <laughs> it's just Bryce Harper telling you that, that you're doing a good job, you know what I'm saying? And, and some, some other stuff, you know, playing with Jotty, being around Jotty, those, those Wayne or those guys that I know how to win, how to take, like, the organization to the top level, uh, top of, like, a clubhouse and a team to the top level, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm really, I'm really, like, absorbing that really good. Cardinal players also very happy to see Jose Martinez finally make it. You make a lot of friends in this game, especially when you spend a decade in the minor leagues. And it's funny to hear how some of these players have stories that intertwine. Like Greg Garcia, he and Jose Martinez go way back. He's a great guy. Um, I played against him in, uh, when I was with, uh, in AAA, and uh, we always make joke about it because he was like um, mad at me because I always get hits. So he's like, why do you always get hits? And one time he got... He, he run me a hit in, in the hole, like we make a diving catch, make a very good, very good uh, play. And then we was just from then we start like a, like a good friendship, you know what I'm saying? When in the spring training, we always talk about stuff, we have fun, especially we always like putting attention in the game, but we always trying to get the positive way on the, on the game, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, trying to just have fun and over there. And, and, and he's a great guy, man. I'm, I'm saying, like, I, I enjoy every moment with him in the bench or, or playing or something because he's a he's a very good player, too. He's a great hitter. And, and, and I mean, for me, the playing with him is, is, a, is, is pretty good. Happy for Jose. Happy for the success that he's had when he's been up here with the Cardinals. Seems like a genuinely nice guy every time that I've run into him, and it's really cool to see that rewarded. Thanks to him, Ozzy Smith, and also Zach Duke for their time on today's show. We've got a really good one coming up next week as well, too. Joe Medwick's grandson, John George, is going to join the show. He's got some great stories about his grandfather that will make you smile. 2017 is the 80th anniversary of Ducky Medwick winning the Triple Crown back in 1937, so we'll have some great stories next week. Be sure not to miss it. Check us out on iTunes or Podbean. If you do that, just search St. Louis Cardinals Podcast. And you can subscribe, listen, rate, and review through those mediums. We'd love to get your feedback on the show. Enjoyed being with you today. Can't wait to talk to you next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Brett McMillan, and this has been the Cardinals Insider Podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.